You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Hello, my name is Rosa Alejandra. I am a self-perception coach specializing in behavioral patterns. I am extremely passionate about helping women break out of their limiting beliefs so that they can create the life they've only been wishing for. And I cannot tell you how very excited I am to be here and be the host of Woman Up and Be Fierce, the podcast where you'll find the strength, wisdom, and community to unlock your own greatness. Like you, I am a woman with a vision, passion, and a basket full of dreams. I was actually blessed to make one of my dreams come true while I was living in California. Let me tell you that little story real quick. I have been in love with dance since a very, very young age. You would always find me performing in school events every single year. And I even created a dance team in Mexico City called Enigma. (laughs) And I performed on the streets for money. And yes, I still remember how cool it felt to collect coins while passing that hand around after each performance it truly helped it truly helped I I would say it truly felt (laughs) like we were accepted and we could feel the love so it was super cool so anyhow Fast forward a few few years, I started having weight issues and it wasn't until around the year 2001 when I was actually determined to get my weight under control. I quickly learned that I hated working out though. So back then I was trying to figure out what I should do because I love to dance But I didn't like to work out. And because I was young and dumb, (laughs) I didn't know that nutrition was actually the key. So I was just looking for a workout. Needless to say, I I actually found a program called Zumba. I'm pretty sure if you're listening and you're a woman, you're probably familiar with this program. So this program focused on dancing. You know, their, their whole marketing is about dancing, not so much working out, right? Even though subconsciously, you know, I didn't know that dancing was actually a workout, but it was just formatted so differently that it was actually very effective for my body. So effective that in two weeks, I actually lost 10 pounds. So I was like, holy smokes, I got to do this more often. But I already knew myself and I knew that I was never going to stay accountable to myself unless I was accountable to others. And I also get bored really quick and I have this shiny object type of syndrome to where I would go look for something more fun and newer and I would quit this. So what I decided to do, I decided to become an instructor so that I actually could know that I had to go work out because people were waiting for me. They were depending on me for their workouts and I had no choice. So in order for me to stick to something, I had to make it a must. It couldn't have been an option. It had to become a must. So the more I did it and the more consistent I was, the more success I gathered. I actually started teaching for so many different gyms. I was teaching for community events. I became part of a lot of women networks. I was creating events for the a local, I used to live in Fresno, California. I created events for the local Mexican consulate in Fresno. And it was just so much fun. And like I said, more and more success came to the point where I was able to open my own studio. And my love for dance and my me living my dream lasted about 17 years, 17 years combined from dancing in Mexico, dancing here in the United States, and then opening my studio. 
And of course, as life would have it, the dark times came. My health, my family life, and my career all took a huge turn back in 2012. I started being in so much pain until I became flooded with it. I had back pain, sciatic pain, foot pain, everything. And then at the same time, my son had to leave my son for reasons that we might discuss in another in another episode. So with that all happening, I had no choice but to close my studio. So if you can imagine there for a minute, I was a woman that thought I had it all. In a matter of months, I lost everything that created my identity, that created the badass identity that I thought I was, right? I was no longer a mother. I was no longer a business owner. I was no longer an instructor. I was no longer strong. I could no longer dance. I was no longer an entrepreneur. So that caused me so much turmoil emotionally and mentally that I had to relearn to love myself because I completely lost myself. And I'm about to tell you what what unfolded from that. We get so caught up in our comfort zone in enjoying the now that we forget that there is so much more to us. But going a little bit back to the pain, the amount of pain I had, you know, I kept looking for doctors and after doctor and doctor and doctor, I found out finally somebody was able to diagnose me with an autoimmune disease called Hashimoto's thyroiditis. This caused me to gain so much weight. I am always swollen and my pain is chronic. So living in a body that no longer lets you be you, dance and jump and scream and share with the people and be with the people, right? It really messes you up in the head. It really does. So I didn't know what to do with myself. I moved away from Fresno in in an attempt to run away from myself, which really, reality check, you cannot ever outrun you. Never. Everywhere you go, you will always show up. Everywhere. So I moved to Chicago because my sister lived in Chicago at the time. And, you know, she was busy. And I was always home because I was always in pain. And I I was going crazy because I was used to being out and about with the people, out in community, and I had to do something. And this is where I found and I learned about something called uh, self-development, women empowerment workshops, self-love. And I was like, what, what, what is that, right? And it was so interesting. So I started going to workshops. I started reading books, but... I still had so many questions and everything I learned was so superficial that I started diving deeper. Thankfully, I love to learn. So I started diving deeper into what backed all of those workshops. Where were they getting all their information from? And I started falling in love with neuroscience. And neuroscience taught me so much about why people are who they are, how they are. And then also their behaviors, what drives the behaviors. And really, it all comes back to our belief system, at our programming, at our upbringing, at what we think of ourselves. And even though I continue to go to workshops, it still wasn't enough to where it was making an impact for me, for myself. I needed something a little bit more different because I was very analytical. And I started creating my own my own methodologies. And I started practicing them on myself. And I started creating my own little transformations. And it worked. It worked. I started accepting my new reality. I started accepting that, okay, I lived in a body that no longer allows me to do X, Y, and Z. 
But instead of crying over it, dwelling over it, suffering over it, let's find out what this new body can do. What are the possibilities here? What are the opportunities here? And the funny thing here is that that clarity didn't come like right in my face saying, okay, Rosa, now this is who you are. It doesn't come that way, right? Your up level, your new chapter is not clear like that in front of you in your eyes. It comes so subtle. And then when you turn around, you realize that you've done something new that you didn't even know you did. So going to all these workshops, I met women that started, you know, that would hear my story and they're like, oh my gosh, would you like to tell your story in my book? And I got invited to do two anthologies. So I had a chapter on each one of the books and I was really excited. I'm like, I never knew I was going to become an author. I'm actually a published author. Who knew? And all because people want to hear about my sub story, right? <laughs> anyway, I received the books and when I read them, when I tell you I was pissed, it's very short of what I really truly felt. Because when I read my own story, I realized how much I believed I was a victim. I read the story and I felt so sorry for that woman, but not because of her suffering, but because of how she indulged in her suffering. Listen to that. We all suffer. We all have pain. But are we just reveling and just turning over and just dancing in our own pain? Or are we trying to actually get out of it? Right. And I realized that the woman I was at the moment was just turning and tossing in that same sauce, almost like I just wanted to continue to be marinated in it. Right. But reading that is what opened my eyes. And I was like, no, I still need more healing. Obviously, I still need more. And like I said, you know, I started developing my own methodologies. I started doing other stuff. And then I decided to write my own book. And that book became actually a bestseller in the self-development category through Amazon. So... I was like, wow, what a difference this made. But it all started with something. It started by finding a community that instilled that little seed in my brain that there was more possibilities, that what I considered the end wasn't an end, that what I considered a horrible situation wasn't a horrible situation. It was an opportunity to learn more about myself and to unleash the next level of potential that I have. Because we all have so much more stored in us, but because we're comfortable in our present comfort zone, we're not digging any deeper. So unfortunately, how we are, and when I say we, I'm talking about human beings. And today, specifically talking to you, woman, the way we are is we have to be put in between a rock and a hard place for us to even attempt to learn to or to shift or to dig any deeper, right? And if I could keep you from having to go through that, then that would be amazing, but I can't because you're human, just like I am. And you have to go through your own work and through your own mud in order for you to really understand what pain you no longer want to experience. But you won't know that until you experience it, right? But this podcast is being birthed so that if you do experience it, if you are going through it, if you are ready to come out of it, you will be inspired by the stories that we bring you here that you will be motivated, that you will know also that you're not alone because when we're going through suffering, we think it's just us and nobody understands us. But suffering comes in so many different ways, shapes and forms. And it comes to all of us, right? And unfortunately, we women, we put ourselves in the back burner because we have this crazy 
instilled knowledge from generations and generations ago to where if we start taking care of ourselves, if we actually do something for ourselves, then we're selfish. And that's a no-no, right? But here I'm offering you to become part of a community where being selfish is completely acceptable because guess what? The more you do for yourself, the more you'll be able to do for others. The more you love yourself, the better you're going to be able to love others. The better you feel, the more you'll be able to spend time with others in a very good state of mind and not because you have to be there. Even though this is a podcast, I want to I want to say raise your hand if you if you know what I'm saying, right? I cannot see you, but I pray that I can feel you. <laughs> so, anyhow, that is my quick not so quick story. I do pray that you don't have to wait until you are in between a rock and a hard place to want to make a shift, and if you are there and you found this podcast, it is time. It is precisely your time to stop doubting yourself. It is precisely your time to start rising above the noise and embrace your potential. It is the time to start silencing all the naysayers out there. So I want you to get ready because I'm going to be bringing you some guests that are going to be thought provoking. Okay. They are going to challenge what you believe. These women have actually accomplished great stuff, but not because they were lucky, but because they work through their own mark, but because they work through their fear. Woman up and be fierce is not about being fearless. You cannot be fearless. That's a natural human feeling. But woman up and be fierce is about working the muscle of courage. If you can be courageous, then you can keep momentum even through fear. And that's what these women are going to come and teach you. All the guests that I'm going to bring you are women that are doing something. They're not just talking the talk. They're walking the walk. And I pray it is my intention and it is my mission that you come listen and gather all the nuggets you need and discard what you don't need, but actually do something with it. Actually put those nuggets into action. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen. I want to thank you for allowing me to introduce myself. And I also want to thank you if you're going to decide to continue to listen to this podcast, because then that means you will be giving me permission to shine a guiding light into your own self-development journey. Please be on the lookout for all the episodes to come. You're not going to want to miss any of them because every guest is going to be very unique with a very unique set of wisdom and knowledge. And if you really don't want to miss an episode, I want you to please go to rosaslink.com. R-O-S-A-S-L-I-N-K.com. That is my personal link. And I want you to drop your email there. That way I can hit you up every time we release a new episode. But other than that, my name is Rosa Alejandra. And I'm going to remind you once again that it is time to woman up and be fierce. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.